Girl Camper is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. To learn more about what Progressive can do for you, call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or go to progressive.com backslash RV. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit and I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my little 1966 Go Tag Along vintage travel trailer. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can become a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Welcome. This is Janine Pettit, Girl Camping Ambassador, Blogger, Adventurist, and Podcaster. And this is Episode 27 of Girl Camper, the Podcast. Today's show is all about the power of friendships. There's so much love happening behind the scenes with the girl campers, and I just want to talk about that today because I know that there are still people out there on the sidelines, and they've got all kinds of reasons for why they can't become a girl camper right now, but I don't want this idea that I don't know anybody and I don't know how to tow a trailer to be a reason for you to not become a girl camper because Everyone has a starting point, and I always say that, and I always say that people will help you. Well, on today's show, we're going to talk about how that help is actually manifesting itself in the Girl Campers movement right now. There's all kinds of love going on, and we're going to talk about that today. Women helping women become Girl Campers, and so much more. We'll be back in a moment. Before our news roundup today, I have a word from our sponsor. Girl Camper is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. When you're out on the road traveling and your RV breaks down, Progressive's roadside assistance will help you get your RV started or provide towing to the nearest qualified repair facility. Every single girl camper out there traveling on her own should have this type of insurance. You need to make sure you have roadside assistance. We learned this when Ginny McKinney was on our show a couple weeks ago and told us about her serious breakdown on the mountains in Colorado. So to learn more, you can call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or go to progressive.com backslash RV. Now, our news today is... It's, we have a lot of news to round up today. And the first thing I want to tell you is I'm doing very well with our trailer of the week on girlcamper.com. So we talked a couple weeks ago about featuring the girl trailers on the um, the website once a week. So I've got two of them done. <laughs> two weeks ago, we had 
Gail Babel's beautiful Argosy. Gail is a Ohio listener. And Gail has this beautiful vintage Argosy, and she put it, um, she sent me all the pictures, and I put it on there. It's where she camps with her grandchildren. She has a big fifth wheel, too, and she has a pop-up, but that's another story. <laughs> she needs her pop-up for girl camping. Gail's coming to West Virginia with us, and she's going to have her little pop-up. But when her husband's with her and she's towing large, she's got the big fifth wheel, and they have this vintage Argosy. Well, that was on last week, but I don't think I had talked about it. And this week we have Sister on the Fly, Nancy Lou Shears, beautiful, beautiful, restored 1967 Scotsman. I got to see this trailer in person and all the pictures that are on the website talking about this trailer are actually pictures I took last year when Nancy and her husband were kind enough to display that trailer at the Rhinebeck Country Living Fair. So it was a huge hit with fairgoers and every time there was any lull in the traffic I dashed over there to sit in that sweet little kitchen. That trailer is filled with everything that I absolutely love and I think my little lake house my new upcoming St. George is going to look a little bit like Nancy's trailer. Somehow it's going to come off. I don't know how but it's, it's going to happen. So Nancy's beautiful 1967 Scotsman is on girlcamper.com right now. So thank you, Nancy and your husband, Richard, for sharing that with us. I, it's just one of my favorite trailers everywhere. I, I know I say that about every trailer, but this <laughs> really, it's just, Nancy collects the kind of stuff that I collect. And Nancy and her husband have a booth at the Brimfield Antique Show, and their, their booth is called The Good Home, and they really have an eye Everything they sell is very edited. They they don't have a bunch of junk. It's just really beautiful things. And it's just the stuff I love. You know, old cross stitches and uh, cross stitch samplers and beautiful old frames and everything for the kitchen from the 1950s and beautiful dish towels and hand towels and vintage suitcases. It's just all so much fun. And Nancy and her husband are going to have that trailer at the Brimfield Antique Show from May 10th to the 15th. I would go myself, but I'm going to be in West Virginia having girl camper fun. But Nancy and her husband are going to have that beautiful trailer there. You can find them on the Brimfield app. There is a free app called Brimfield Finder, and it's a really cool app. And if you're at the Brimfield Antique Show, it helps you to find your favorite people. So you can go on that app, which is free, and find Nancy and Richard in the good home and their beautiful 1967 Scotsman. But if you can't go to the Antique Show, you can go look at those beautiful pictures at girlcamper.com. So the other news is, boy, there was just an avalanche of feedback about my little Riverside Retro purchase. So a lot of people really wanted to know, you know, why I picked that trailer. And, you know, from the pictures, you can see just how roomy it feels when the slide out is out. And that was one of my big things about that trailer. A lot of times when you're traveling for a number of days or you're with friends or the weather's lousy, I just wanted that feeling of a living room. And so I'm going to be taking the booth out of mine and the slide out is going to become a big sleeper sofa. But when it's not a sleeper sofa, it's just going to be a lounging couch where I can lay there with my laptop and my books and my coffee and my magazines and all the stuff I guilty pleasures that I have get to do when I'm camping and nobody's looking <laughs> and I don't have to make dinner for five people. So anyway, 
thank you for all your wonderful feedback on the Riverside Retro. And I've had a lot of people write and say that they were looking at that trailer and they loved it too. And a couple people sadly wrote and said, I didn't know this was available in Birchwood. So I did get the Birchwood um, inside of mine. And there were people who bought one recently and they didn't even know that it came in a Birchwood. But I have to tell you something. Several people wrote to me with Birchwood regret. And I want to tell you, I've seen several people who did the Riverside Retro when it has the white sort of fabricized walls whatever that material is that they put on the walls. So that's paintable, one thing. And the second thing you can do to that is wallpaper it. I've seen a couple of people do theirs in beautiful toile or some just gorgeous wallpaper. So anyway, don't be sad if you didn't get birchwood. You can you can get it next time, but there's all kinds of fun things you can do. It. And I can't wait to share the process of turning my trailer into my little cabin. I'm going to call it the St. George, but it's going to be my little cabin because I grew up in Illinois and when you grow up in the Midwest you're a lake house person you're not a Jersey Shore person and lake houses with that wonderful lake house vibe so that's what mine is going to somehow turn into and I'm going to share that process with you as we're going along so the other thing I have to apologize for is apparently (laughs) I'm really bad at telling who the winners of contests are. I get so excited about the news that I forget these things. So I owe our listeners like three prizes that we put out there and I never pulled the winners on. So I did that today. I got out my computer and I went in to the admin where you can look in the back and see all the new people who signed up for the newsletter. And so thank you. When you sign up for the blog alert, every time I put on the trailer of the week, it comes to your inbox automatically. So the winner of the Blue Ridge chair, that was that beautiful chair I talked about a few weeks ago when I was at the Western North Carolina Outdoor Gear Fest. The Blue Ridge chair company, they're made out of solid ash wood. Each one is hand constructed. They have 14 layers of polyurethane on them in a beautiful wrapped canvas that never stretches beautifully made, very stable chair. And the winner of that was Garden Girl 41. So I looked you up, Garden Girl 41, and your name is Marcia, and you live in California on the beach. So this is going to be a great chair for you, Marcia. And if you will, I'm going to send you an email, Marcia, and tell you that you won. You might hear from me before you hear this. So I'm going to tell you that you won, and the Blue Ridge Chair Company is going to send it directly to you. So the winner of our Route 66 book. So the Route 66 book was written by Karen West, a sister on the fly who is an avid photographer, beautiful work. Karen sent us a book. She's going to send it to you directly. She sent me a complimentary one, and I wouldn't part with it for anything now because I read it every night when I get in bed, and it's so beautiful. And it's the book is so neat because it's not just about the sister on the fly trip, although I did love about it. Every couple of pages, there's a little bio on a sister, just like a page. Where did you hear about sisters on the fly, and when did you join, and tell us about your camper. Just this short little fun bio, which I've really enjoyed reading. But 
It's the whole road trip from Chicago to Santa Monica with all the cornball roadside attractions that you would see if you did the Route 66 trip. And I mean, that's what getting off the side roads or the main roads and going on the side roads is all about. And it's just made me want to go on that trip. So one day, one day. But anyway, you don't have to be a sister on the fly to enjoy this uh, book. This is not a book about sisters on the fly. This is a book primarily about classic American road trips. So that Route 66 book was won by Mountain Girl, who is a Instagram follower of Girl Camper. So Mountain Girl, whose name is actually Tracy, also a California girl, sunny California girl. Um, Tracy, this book is coming to you. I'm going to give you a shout out. I'm going to send you an email and get your address. And Karen is going to send that book directly to you. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I am. I'm really loving that book. So we have one more prize to give away. And that is Sylvan Sports Go Bag. I don't know what Sylvan Sport calls this bag. But when Kyle and I were sitting in his factory, they have this really neat a bag that hangs on the back wall of the trailer. And it's, I said it's a stash and go bag. I don't, I don't remember what he was calling it, but they had it specifically made for that trailer. It fits right in that space where their table is. And it's got bags that big enough to hold your laptop, to stuck your phone in, to have, um, you know, magazines, books, whatever you're carrying. It's just a stash and go. And it was so well made and so well constructed. And he said they designed it and tweaked it and designed it until they got just what they needed for their trailer. And I asked him if they sell those. And he said, no, they they make them for their, their own trailer. But I said, you should sell them to everybody because... Everyone who camps could use a bag like this. And I said right away, all the girls who have the tab campers and they put the easy up over their tab, this would be such a cool thing to hang off your easy up to just put a utensil, silverware, paper plates. You could use it for kitchen stuff, bath stuff. It, it had so many purposes. Anyway, Kyle said hey, he would be happy to donate one to a listener. And so that listener who won that was Barbara from Lancaster, PA. So I already sent Barbara an email. I had hers from the... Um, from the website. So I sent Barbara an email telling her that she was the winner of the Sylvan Sport stash and go bag. And um, they're going to send it right to you, Barbara. So thank you for your patience, everyone, (laughs) with me not pulling the winners. I just, I forget. And so thank you for reminding me. And that's it for Girl Camper News Roundup today. We're going to be back in a minute with our campfire chat. Girl Camper presents RV Travel Tips, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I love this tip. They're providing us with one every week, and I have to say I was excited about this one because I have some experience with this one. Before you pack up your RV, grab all that lint from your dryer. I actually keep mine in an empty plastic jar, so when I empty my dryer, I stick it right in a old... um, 
Tide container from the little Tide Pods. I put all my lint in an empty one and I stuffed those into a empty toilet paper roll. So now if you're really an overachiever, you can then dip those in melted wax or something even simpler that one of our girl campers from the RV Family Travel Atlas Rally taught me, Laura. She takes the lint and she rolls it up with inexpensive birthday candles from the dollar store. So that added wax adds a little more uh, fire starting power. So thank you, Progressive. For more tips on Progressive and to find out what Progressive Insurance has for you, you can call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or go to progressive.com backslash RV. Well, since we're talking about camping tips and tricks, I thought, you know what? I want to share with you something that Go RVing has going on right now. So every year at the Country Living Fair, Go RVing has a big booth. They're a sponsor of the show, and they do all kinds of interactive things there. There's beautiful trailers you can tour. But one of the things that they started doing last year was these little camping tricks and hacks. So we have these little like mini seminars. So this year, the girl campers are going to be doing three mini seminars. And one of them is on uh, camping tricks and tips with food. Another one is just camping hacks, little things like this wonderful tip from Progressive about the fire starters. And the third one is the ways in which girl campers repurpose all of their vintage finds to make them useful when camping. So I thought I would share a few of the little things. I don't want to give them all away. If you don't go to the show, I'll tell you in October when the last show is over. So we were supposed to camp last weekend and we got rained out and I had all this wonderful food ready. So I want to share with you a couple of good food things for camping. One of them is something that somebody did at the last camp out last fall and I have been dying to try this ever since. I ate it when I was there and it was so good. So they had these big mushroom caps, not the gigantic ones you use at Christmas time, but you know, decent size. Put your forefinger and your thumb together, a nice circle. They take the stem out and stuff the inside with blue cheese and then you wrap it in bacon one way and then you wrap it in bacon the other way and secure it with a toothpick. I soak them in water whenever I'm doing grilling things with the toothpick. So soak that in water, stuff it in there, and then you grill those back and forth. You just have to stand over them. This isn't something you put on and walk away. So put those on top of the grill on really coals that are really white. And you just have to keep flipping them back and forth with the tongs and they're all sizzly and gooey. And when you take those things out, let them sit for a minute or two and you cut into them and all the blue cheese is melted in the bacon fat. <laughs> bacon is good for me. <laughs> That's a YouTube video and it's hysterical. Anyway, it's delicious. I mean, obviously not something you're going to eat every night. It's a camping treat. So that is one of the good camping things. I, we Somebody made that at the end of last year and I'm dying to do it again. Now, on the healthier side. <laughs> so we're supposed to have a good protein breakfast, right? And 
when I'm camping, I just don't want to get out all the stuff in the morning. You know, I just want to go. I don't want to cook three meals. You know, I don't want pots and pans and all of that. And one of the girl campers did this, and I really loved it. Our friend Sandy, she's Miss Protein over there. So Sandy at home takes her muffin tins that you would make cupcakes in. And in the bottom of the nonstick muffin pans, she puts spinach, chopped spinach, chopped bacon, uh, shredded cheddar cheese, all the little gooeys, diced onions, whatever it is you would like. And then in a mixing bowl, she mix up, it's better to do it in a big Pyrex with a pouring spout on it, mix up a half a dozen eggs or whatever you're going to use in a little milk or water, taste, season it to taste, and then you fill up all the cups with egg about two-thirds of the way, and you bake those at 325 degrees for like 20 minutes, and then just pull them out and let them set, and they will get very firm. Anyway, what Sandy does is after those things cool, it's just a mini omelet. And so actually they fit really nicely on an English muffin if you're going to have carbs too. But Sandy just has those in a Ziploc bag in her freezer or refrigerator. And it's just quick protein when you need it. And you don't have to pull all of that stuff out of the um, refrigerator and clean it all up. So that's just a go-ahead thing that you can do. I, I, I'm going to try that this year. That I think it's a good thing to do just around the house anytime. Okay, another tip and trick that I put in the Go RVing little thing is that a single sleeve of soap. So you know when you're at the campground, you have your camp kitchen set up, and you have, I always do a rinse pan and a, a, a washing pan. So I keep a, a big enamel bucket, not bucket, but a big enamel wash pan, and I use one for soapy water, and I use one to rinse. So the soapy water... Um, I always have a bar of soap there, and I have this little vintage container. It looks really cute. But once that bar of soap is wet, then it's just a sloppy mess messing up your container. And I saw this on one of the camping hack things, and I thought it was great. So you take a bar of soap and a potato peeler, and you just peel down the side of the soap single-serving little slivers of soap. And you put them in a peanut butter jar so they don't all get crumbled. So an old plastic peanut butter jar that's been cleaned out. You put the slivers of soap in there and they're super thin. And so when you pull one out, it's just enough to wash your hands and the soap dissolves. And then you don't have this wet gooey bar soap that you're trying to find a spot for. So I thought that was a great tip. I'm going to try that one. Now another one. This is always a big thing at campgrounds. And campground owners hate this and they will fine you and they should if you do this. So, you know, you're not supposed to put holes or hammer into trees to hang your lantern or your towel or anything like that. So one of the things the girl campers do all the time, and I think it's very clever, is you go to the Goodwill and you buy old leather belts and you you have to poke extra holes in them sometimes. It just depends on how wide your tree is. But you fasten the belt around the tree, and then you just get from the Home Depot or Lowe's a bag of S-hooks, big big S-hooks, not the little ones. And you hang those off the belt, and then you can hang your lantern, you can hang your wet towel, you can put your clothesline up, you can hang virtually anything, your party lights off of the belts running around the trees all around your campsite. So those are my 
camping tips and tricks and hacks for today. We're going to be back in a minute and we're going to be talking about the power of friendship. Today, I want to talk about the power of friendship and the power um, of encouragement that comes out of those friendships. I feel like there's so many times when I'm at an event and I'm talking to women about girl campers, and this is especially true at the Country Living Fair, and so many of the uh, girl campers and the sisters on the fly who have done those events with me will all say afterwards when we're back at the campsite or the hotel, wow, did you meet those ladies from Illinois that were all together, the sisters or the girlfriends or the sorority? A bunch of girls will come together to an event and they'll then they'll see these little campers and they just turn on their heels and they turn around and they come back and they go, wait, what is this all about? I, I mean, you have to see how these trailers look when they're all dialed up with all their girl camping glam and they're all set up at the show. We're across from the Go RVing booth. And all these women are having girlfriend fun. They're out there, they're shopping, they're having a ball, and then they come upon us. They turn that corner at the show and they see that row of trailers and they just stop dead in their tracks and say, what, what is this all about? And they stop whatever they're doing. If they were on their way to food or some other event, they just come right over and they say, what is this all about? And right away, we go into our little speech. Oh, we're the Sisters on the Fly. We're a girl camping group. We go places. We do things. We've got three rules. No men, no kids. Be nice. And they right away, wait a minute. You drive around and you go places in these little campers and there's no kids and no husbands. <laughs> and, you know, they, they just love it. And so right away, there's a section of the population who go, where do I sign up? They just want to know right away, where do I sign up? And then there's another group that asks all these questions. How do you get the trailer there? How do you get it off the car when you get it there? How do you get water in it? How do you get electric to it? What do you do when you're leaving? How do you know if the brakes are working? Questions, questions, questions. Well, that's the glass half empty side. See, the first group just says, where do I sign up? They're going to figure it out later. They have all those questions, but that's not important to them. They just know, look at this. They're having fun. I want to do this. When they sign up, then they're going to say, okay, now what do I have to do? And they're just going to do it because that's the nature of their personality. But then there's the other side. And those are the women who start right away with the list of reasons they can't be girl campers. And those are the women I want to talk to today because I don't want anyone to feel like this whole thing is something that anybody couldn't do. There are so many women who look at this and they say, oh my gosh, that just looks like so much fun. But, 
you know, I can't leave my kids for a weekend and my parents are getting old and I should be on standby in case anything goes wrong or um, I I can't have a trailer and I don't know how to tow and the, whole, the list goes on and on of all the objections. But I think the real thing here is it's not really those objections because there's nothing there that for most people is not insurmountable. Sometimes if you're caring for aging parents or you have something going on in your life that's really pressing, you may just have to put it on the back burner, but it doesn't mean you can never do it. But what I want to talk about is the women who just feel like they don't have anyone in their corner. And there are people who do not have a Mr. Sister. They don't have a husband who's checking their tires or showing them how to do it so that they can do it on their own or teaching them how to tow or answering their questions about the electric and the camper and the lights and how is this going to work when I get there. So there are people who don't have that person, but there are all kinds of people in the whole RV world who will help you do those things. Just like when we have our camper colleges and the RV industry people show us how to work these trailers. There's people who will show you that. And then there's the people who are already in the groups, the women. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because from my vantage point, I get to see something that most of you are not seeing. So you may hear this podcast and think, okay, I'm going to become a sister on the fly. And you join and you get a letter from your wrangler and then you're sitting there. Now what do I do? So this is where you have to be a little proactive yourself. You've got to reach out, and you may have to reach out a couple of times because you have to remember that wranglers are volunteers. They're answering your letters and helping you get on your feet in the girl camping movement in between their full-time job, caring for their parents, taking care of grandchildren, and doing their own things for their own families. It's a volunteer position. They're paying it forward. But from my vantage point, I see something happening that you guys don't get to see because I get to see what's happening because people will write to me and say, well, I really didn't think I was going to be able to do this, but then this happened or that happened. And I I just want to share some of the stories of what happens from after you join so that other people can say, you know what? It is overcomable. There are things that I could do, and I'm going to have to be proactive, and I'm encouraged by these other people. So I want to share some stories with you. And I had to laugh when I sat down and I made a list of the the little kind of things I'm following here. And remember when we were kids and we used to watch Romper Room? And the teacher would come out at the end and she'd say, romper, bumper, stomper, boo, tell me, tell me, tell me, do. (laughs) And then she would have the magic mirror and she would say, I see Kathy, I see Johnny. Well, you know, she never said Janine because Janine was not a name in 1975 that Romper Room ever used. So (laughs) I watched the last episode of Romper Room on YouTube the other night when I was thinking about this, and you cannot believe how the names changed in the 40 years since Romper Room was on the air. But anyway, so I started thinking, okay, if my magic mirror, who do I want to tell people about? So I'm going to see these women through my magic mirror, and the first person I want to tell you about is I see Maureen. Maureen is waltzing across Texas. I mentioned her last week. So 
Maureen sent me a little note. She listened to the podcast on one of her drives, and she wanted to tell me that she's a native Texan, so she is so excited to be home and to be seeing things in her home state that she never got to see when she was living there, and she is a trans plant to Florida. So Maureen was already a sister on the fly when she moved to Florida and she became a Florida floozy then. And then Maureen had written to me over the summer when I posted something online about being very frustrated with the vintage camper. I had a moment last summer where I almost drove it off the cliff. I was so disgusted with everything that was going wrong with it and the constant repairs and blah, blah, blah. And so I wrote, does anybody else just want to throw in the towel and get a brand new one? And Maureen wrote that she really thought about that. And then she ended up buying a Riverside Retro too. And she had never towed. And she doesn't have a place where she can keep it. So she's overcoming obstacles. She couldn't do a vintage trailer. It was just too much. And the whole idea of finding one and buying one and restoring one was just... You know, it was, it was not doable for her. It didn't make practical sense for her. So she ended up getting the Riverside Retro. She overcame that obstacle in her mind. Of it. it doesn't have to be a vintage trailer for me to have girl camping fun. She got herself a Riverside Retro. Another obstacle for Maureen is wherever it is she lives, she couldn't keep the trailer there, so she has to store it in a storage unit. It's not in her driveway. She doesn't get to go out and sit in it whenever she wants, which is part of the fun. But you know what? Would you rather not have it at all? So Maureen did the next best thing. She bought it and she parked it in a storage unit. So now Maureen is driving, and she only began towing last year, and she is driving 1,800 miles from her home in Florida to the starting point in El Paso, Texas, and I've been following her online. Maureen is now a co-wrangler for the state of Florida. And she is traveling, and she's picking up women along the way. And I forget how many she said she was going to have by the time they all pick up along the way and get themselves to El Paso. But these ladies are starting this trip, and they are going to have so much fun. And I'm going to be reporting about them on the way. But I still want to give another shout-out to Maureen because she has come so long and so far. And I'm just so proud to know someone like her. All right, so I got my magic mirror out again, and I want to tell you that I see Lori from Michigan. <laughs> now, now Lori's one of those people that I talked about in the beginning. Where do I sign up? She's going to ask questions later, and that's just what Lori did. I told you about Lori a few weeks ago, and she wrote to me, and she said, um, what's this girl camping thing? I, I, I need to do something, and I, I sent her in the direction I send everybody. Just join the sisters on the fly. Call me if you run into a snag. I didn't hear from Maureen again until 13 days later when she wrote to me and said, I wrote to you, and you gave me this, and today I bought a tab trailer. <laughs> so she... She's this woman. She's going to figure out how to tow and she's going to figure out how it works and she's going to do all that along the way. But her mindset was not about why she couldn't. It was just about who are the people, where do I find them, where do I sign up? Okay, now where do I do? So last week, Maureen wrote to me and told me she bought the tab. This week, I see Lori, I said Maureen, but it was Lori, Lori online and she's hosting a trip. <laughs> I just love that. It just made my day when Lori sent me an invitation to a trip she is hosting with a sister on the fly friend that she's only met online, but they've been chatting all week. They both live in Michigan and they're hosting an event at the end of September 
in Indiana. And I just loved that, that she jumped in with both feet and she proactively went out there. She found the people in her area. She didn't just join Sisters on the Fly. I see Lori on all of the groups now. She joined WWRV, Women Who RV. It's a Facebook group. And she is reaching out to those people. She's finding people in her area. She's saying, where do you like to camp when you're in this part of the country? She's gathering information. And I can tell you about Lori. I better watch out for my job. She's going to take over. <laughs> I don't think she's really going to do She's just a person who makes things happen. And she's going to be a great asset to the girl camping world. And I'm so excited to uh, have met her online and have been chatting with her and watching what she's doing because she is a person who's going to give a lot of encouragement to the women who don't have that personality. So picking up my magic mirror, I see Gail. Gail is an Ohio woman, and I featured Gail's um, Argosy trailer on girlcamper.com two weeks ago in my new trailer feature, uh, the weekly trailer story. So Gail is just finishing her studies with the state of Ohio to become a naturalist. Gail works at Beaver Creek State Park in Ohio every summer and she's becoming a naturalist and Gail reached out to me and she had been talking so much about this park that I said to her wow this park sounds really beautiful we should host an event there so that's exactly what is happening Gail has been in I don't know a month and she is inviting people to her home state, which I absolutely love. She's saying, look what's here in my backyard. I know all about this park, and I want to share it with you. And if you come here, I will help you. I will show you how this is done. Gail and her husband are big campers. They have a fifth wheel, and Gail just got a little pop-up that she's going to use when she comes on girl camping trips with us, so she doesn't have to worry about towing something big, know your limits. And so she is inviting people to come to her home state and show us what it is she knows. And so this is going to be on the meetup shortly. I, I can't get to it this week. There's too much going on, but we're going to nail down some dates and it's going to be sometime in September. And Gail is creating this event at Beaver Creek State Park. And there's one thing she told me and that just pushed me over. I said, I'm going. Tell me when and where, and I'm going to be there. There is a naturalist at this Beaver Creek State Park, and she takes you on nighttime hikes, and she is an owl caller. I think that is so cool. At our old house, there was a huge owl that we used to hear at night and I only saw it two times in the five years we lived there and I could I would hear it and I would get out of bed but I, I only saw it two times and it was huge it was the size of my arm it was gigantic anyway when Gail told me about the lady who comes out to the campground and she takes you on nighttime walks and she calls the owls and they swoop down and you get to see them. It reminded me of that children's book, Owl Moon. If you have children or grandchildren, go on Amazon and get the book 
owl moon. It's beautifully illustrated in the most gorgeous watercolors, but it's just a book near and dear to my heart. It's all about a grandpa who takes a little boy out at night in the snow to call the owls. I can't even go on. I'll start crying. It's so, it's so beautiful. So Gail is planning this trip and it's going to be in Ohio and it's going to be at Beaver Creek State Park sometime in um, September and I'm going to um, tell you what it is and we're calling the event What a Hoot. <laughs> now this is going to be serious boondocking. This is a state park. There's no potties. There's no showers. There's an outhouse. So this is not for glampers. You, if you're a person who has to blow dry their hair every day, we won't be seeing you here. <laughs> this is serious state park camping. And I'm excited to do this because it's not the kind of camping I generally do. But I can do that for two or three days. And there is a shower. There is a homemade shower. You have to bring your own shower and set it up. And I'm very excited about it. <laughs> very excited to not shower for three days. <laughs> okay. That's Gail. Now I want to tell you about that I see Ginny. Well, you know, if you're a regular listener, you know who Ginny McKinney is. Ginny McKinney is our um, our girl camper correspondent. And Ginny is, um, she was on episode five. And she told the sad story about when her husband passed away. And they were literally shopping for a trailer. And her husband passed away. And she ended up going out and buying the trailer herself, which I think is so brave. Ginny knew nothing about camping, trailering, towing, nothing. She took herself around the state of Colorado two times so that her her son-in-law could be nearby in case something went wrong, he could get to her and help her. Well, I just want to tell you what has happened in the three years um, since Ginny suffered that terrible, terrible blow and changed her whole future. She went from grieving widow, writing the Facebook um, blog, Marshmallow Ranch, all about her grief journey. But she had this idea in her head, I need to join these sisters on the fly because they're going to help me. And they did. And they held her hand and they cried with her and they let her cry and they walked with her and they said, okay, your husband died. We're so sorry. Sit by us. Tell us what happened. How are you doing now? And they just allowed her to be where she was in the process. And then after an hour or so of that, okay, get your hiking shoes on. We're going. Enough crying. We got to get our butts moving. And they just helped her. Well, she started writing and then she started giving little talks places and then she began um, doing um, speaking engagements and then she came on the show here with me and little by little the Fox News picked up a story on Gin the New York Times heard about Ginny's uh, blog and they did an article on her and then somebody saw an article and they called Fox News and Fox News said let's get this lady because they were doing a story on RV travelers, people who choose to live in an RV. And two weeks ago, Ginny was featured in Fox News. And it was really cute. I posted it on my website. Well, so, some man was reading or watching Ginny's story on Fox News. And he said to his fiance, you got to go on and read this lady's blog. I just looked her up. I think you'd be very interested in this person. 
Well, guess who that was? The fiancé was the fiancé of a woman named Italia Gandolfo, who owns a literary um, management company. And she contacted Ginny and said, I've read all of your stuff. I would like you to write a book. I would like to act as your agent. (laughs) Our famous Ginny just signed a contract. So she has a literary agent now who is going to be representing her in publishing, TV, film, and speaking engagements. (laughs) All because Ginny became a girl camper. (laughs) So I I just want to say how proud I am of Ginny because when you hear Ginny on the air now, that's not the Ginny I met two years ago. And I just have been um, happy to watch her metamorphose and see Ginny come out of that dark place and start living again. And I think it's so important because there are so many women in our group who are in her spot and they so desperately need that encouragement. And now I'm happy that Italia Gandolfo and Agency will be representing Ginny. And so there'll be a lot of people who get to hear Ginny's story and her good news. So picking up my mirror again, I want to tell you that I see Gina. Gina is a sweet lady who wrote to me from Ohio, and she um, was facing that thing that a lot of us are at, and she was hitting empty nester stage. So I'm just going to share with you a little portion of a note that Gina sent me. Hi, Janine. I'm getting ready to listen to this week's podcast. But before I do, I wanted to take a moment and send you a quick email. A few weeks ago, my husband Chris told me about your podcast. He encouraged me to check out the girl camping movement and knew I would be hooked if I would just give it a try. Well, I listened. I was quickly hooked but dismissed it because of the fear of towing and backing up. So that was that. But then I listened again, and I listened to another podcast, and another. You have provided information and encouragement that has helped me to put my fears aside and to look at this from a pragmatic perspective. I am so excited now about what is ahead. I have heard so many stories of the women who have found acceptance and friendship and laughter with their sisters after navigating life's difficult situations, stories like Ginny McKinney's. I recently joined the Sisters on the Fly and have been meeting many wonderful ladies while planning to begin my new journey. Chris and I started camping last summer and it has given me so much peace. I have the feeling that my newfound friends are going to help me. Well, newfound friends are going to help me find laughter again. I truly want to thank you for all that you do to empower women, and I am so looking forward to meeting you. Well, Gina, thank you so much. And I have to tell you, Gina, you know, I didn't want to read all of her personal stuff, but it's it's not unlike everybody's. She had a best friend with cancer, a sister with cancer, a child struggling with getting on her feet and moving out of state. And, you know, it's just the stuff that everybody has. And sometimes when all these things come at once, it just can really, really weigh you down. And shout out to Gina's husband, because he just recognized his wife needed to have some fun. 
<laughs> so now he is a Mr. Sister, so she has someone in her corner, but she also is online and she's meeting these women and she's getting the idea that, you know what, I can do this, you know, because even if you got the best husband in the world, when you pull out of your driveway and he's at home and you're on the highway by yourself, it can be scary. But just knowing that when you're driving along, and we've done this so many times, we'll be driving along and on the Bluetooth, hey, Susie Q, how you doing back there? I'm good, I'm good, everything's good. I'll call the next one. Hey, Helen, how you doing back there? I'm fine, I'm behind Gina. And we just keep going along. And just knowing someone's in contact with you and thinking about you gives so much encouragement. And you just know, you know what, I'm going to be okay. I'm in this line. Everybody's going to get there. We're going to be okay. So having that encouragement. But I want to thank you, Gina, for writing me. And I want to thank you and give you a little princess crown for stepping aside from your fears, being able to say, you know what, pragmatically, I know what steps I'm going to take to overcome this thing. And I'm going to start small. I'm just going to go to camp like a girl in West Virginia. I'm going to get a tent or a cabin. I'm not going to worry about towing or anything. Now. I'm just going to go and have fun. So, you know, just leave the whole trailer and towing thing behind and just come out and have fun at a campground by renting a cabin, staying at a and b nearby, or getting yourself a cheap tent. So I'm going to pick up my mirror one more time to tell you this story, which I really, really love of Sister Love. So I think I spoke on the air before about Helen. And Helen is a New Jersey sister who um, heard all about the um, girl campers. She found us on the meetup site. So she lives in New Jersey, and she was... Um, looking for things to do. She had this idea that she'd like to do outdoor things, and she found my meetup site, which is Camp Like a Girl. And so she registered for Camp Like a Girl, and she came to an outing last fall. She didn't know a single soul. She bought herself a canvas tent, a super nice one, one of these teepee ones that um, doesn't have a center pole in it. It's gorgeous. Anyway, she came to the event. She set up her tent. She had her little puppy. He had his own little house inside the tent. And um, Helen had a great time with all of us. And it was really brave of her because she's kind of shy. You know, Helen, um, you know, she, she wrote to me a couple times ahead of time. And anyway, she's just a person with a good attitude anyhow. So Helen came. She had a great time. Um, then Helen became enchanted by the campers, like people tend to do, and she ended up buying a completely restored vintage camper from a restorer in Colorado, and she bought it last fall, and it's in Ben in storage in Colorado all winter long. Well, this is the kind of sister love I'm talking about. One of our local Pennsylvania sisters who met Helen at a campout volunteered to take her to Colorado to pick up the trailer and teach her how to tow it and bring it back home. <laughs> now, how's that for sisterhood? So our wonderful sister, Susie Q from Pennsylvania, who we all love so much, we count on Susie for all the beauty in our campsite because she always makes everything so pretty. Susie is a real camper, and but she makes everything so beautiful. So next Saturday morning, bright and early, 
Helen and Susie are taking off and they're going to be gone for 10 days on this epic trip. And they're stopping all along the way, visiting Ohio and Indiana sisters. They're going to be going on a sister on the fly camp out along the way. And then they're going to go to Colorado and get the camper. And then they're bringing it back home together. And they've got their map out and they've seen sites and interests, places they want to go. So they're not just hauling out there to get the camper and bring it back home. They're going on a wonderful 10-day journey trip. Bonding, sisterhood. Q is going to be teaching her. Susie Q is going to be teaching her how to tow on the way home. And they're just going to be going slow and steady, taking their turn. Susie writes a blog, Be Back Soon, Love Mom. So if you want to look up Susie's blog, she is going to be posting, but not in real time, she says. But I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can see Helen and Q's excellent adventure. (laughs) So I want to pick up my mirror one more time and give one more shout out to a woman that I think just exemplifies the kind of encouragement that... um, makes women so much uh, fun to be with. And that is my producer, Stephanie. (laughs) So Stephanie, if I pick up my magic mirror and look at Stephanie, I see a woman who has three little boys the oldest being six, a husband who works full time, and she runs the RVFTA Family Travel Atlas podcast and everything that that entails. But if what you don't know about Stephanie, when you look at her and you see this incredibly competent woman who does all these things, is that five, six years ago when Stephanie and Jeremy started camping, they didn't know squat about camping. Neither of them grew up in a camping world, but this is what they saw. They saw an opportunity to, they had twin boys and they thought, well, we can't run around. We can't sit in hotel rooms trying to keep babies quiet. You know, how much fun would that be? And they had this idea that I want to learn how to camp because if we're in an RV, we could get these kids to bed and we could go outside and we can sit around the campfire and have a cocktail and roast marshmallows and look at the sky and watch for shooting stars. And they got a picture in their head of what life could be like. And instead of going on two or three weekend vacations at hotel room prices a year, We can be in our camper 50, 60, 70 nights in a year having all of these experiences. So they got the picture of what they wanted and they went for it. So they didn't know anything and they bought a pop-up trailer. And they didn't like the pop-up trailer. Right away, they, you know, somebody on Stephanie and Jeremy's show said, you begin shopping for your second trailer the day you bring your first one home. And that's basically what happened with them in the pop-up. I think they kept it one or two years, and then they got a beautiful Whitehawk Jayco that they love. Anyway, so I want to give a shout-out to Stephanie because I look at her and I see a woman who didn't know anything about it. So not only did she take what she was learning because she's a teacher, so she teaches and her husband teaches. And she said, we've got to share this with other people. And what they do is impacting the lives of so many other families. And I got to tell you, that is no small thing. In this world in which kids sit in front of a television and they sit in with games in their hands and they're always, their eyes are on some kind of screen, 
they opted out. They said, we want our boys to be outside, to play, to go, to do things. And they are the most adorable kids, not just because they're my faux grandchildren, but because they're healthy, active kids. And they took all that knowledge and they put it out there every week on RVFTA. And they're encouraging other families to get their kids outside, to see those national parks, to go places and do things. So I want to take a moment and give a shout out to Stephanie as one of the women I see in my life who is making such a difference. And all of you women who are out there and you're helping other women and you're taking what you know. And for all the Gina's in the world, And the Lorries who are just learning, mark my words, one year from now, you're going to be the teachers. You're going to take what you have been learning about the girl camping movement, about towing, about uh, getting your kayak up on top, about how to start a campfire, about Dutch oven cooking, and you're going to be saying, hey, join me. This is so much fun. You can do this too. So I want to thank all those women in my life, and I want to encourage all of you that are on the fence Don't be worried. There are people here who will help you. I will help you. And all the women in our group will help you. Just stick your toe in and get it wet. Sign up for a trip. Bring your tent. Sign up for a cabin. And just start. Because the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. We'll be back in a moment. Well, that's our show for today. I'd like to thank my sponsor, Progressive Insurance, for helping all of us girl campers be safe out there on the road. I want to thank all the women in my life who enrich my life so much and give me so many um, wonderful experiences and friendships and things to do. And I, I, I just value all of you, even the ones I've never met when you write to me and share your stories with me. I just value your friendship and thank you. And I want to thank my producer, Stephanie Puglisi, who is just um, a wonderful woman in my life in her own right. And she does a great job on the show. And I want to thank her and her husband, Jeremy, who can be heard every Wednesday on Campground of the Week and every Friday on RV Family Travel Atlas Podcast, where they encourage all kinds of camping, family, single camping, camping. They encourage camping, and they have all kinds of wonderful resources on their website, so go and take a look at that. I'm hitting the road this weekend, going to a wedding in Wichita, Kansas, where I'll hopefully be meeting some of my girl camping friends, and I'll be back here next week. Happy trails, everyone.